Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm tired, but I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, I need um, a little. You need a little rest? Yeah, I'm going to take the weekend off because I need to sleep. So, um, funny, I was talking to Jess after the workshop yesterday and I was like, I think I need to take my own trainings because I have like way overbooked myself this weekend. And I'm like, I don't need some, I need some downtime. This isn't good. So yeah, I got to power through. But then I, this morning I, I blocked off Saturdays for March. So I was like, oh, great. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of which you had mentioned, and I'm sorry that I did not get back to you because I just spaced, but you had mentioned that um, you might be interested in a pod. Yeah, well, I hadn't said yes, I want to because I was doubting whether I was going to keep doing this because, but now that I, I like these, but if it's easier for you, I don't mind being in a pod. Well, honestly, I think the pods are better because um, you get to know people, like not a lot of people, but a couple of people on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple benefits to that. One, you have more of a, like, I feel like I have a community. Yeah. But also you get to see like in this space, it's like people popping in and out and like you hear what they're working on and that's great. But in that container, it's like you get to see consistently how Mm -hmm. theirs changes compared to yours. And I feel like that's a really powerful thing. Yeah, I can. So I'm trying to kind of like inch people towards that. And um, now that it's a six month commitment to be in this container, I think more people are willing to do it. And I think that that was one of the hangups was, well, I don't know. And I just want to like keep going and see what happens. Um, so yeah, I have Thursday and Wednesday and both of those are actually full. So what I was thinking was I would start a new one on Tuesdays mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. my time. I don't know what time that is your time and see if that works for you. That, that would be, be an it would be an hour and a half from now. What time is it here? But there. on Tuesdays, right? That would mm-hmm. be six six p.m. for me. That would be perfect. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. so let's just say starting in March, you've got that first spot for that new group, and until people join, well, someone just joined yesterday, so I don't know if she's gonna. She might be in there too, but. Okay. I've got to talk to her about that. So you'll get that first spot. Okay. So do you want me when the mail is coming from what's up in March? Do you want me to book office hours or not? No, I'm going to just go ahead and put your name and say pod number three is starting in March. And Natalie's got the first spot. And yeah. um, Yeah. So you won't have to worry about it. And I'm not sure how many people are left that are not in a pod. So there's not going to be a whole lot of office hours. I think there might just be like two or three people. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Perfect. Okay. 
Um, Katie said she was going to join the second half of the call. So it's you and me for the first half. Uh, okay. Is there anything in particular that has things going in regards to getting ready? Are you feeling good? Like what's going on? I have two questions, but I, yeah. I feel good about the preparations for my studio sale. I listened to what you say. I, I had to put myself <laughs> in my bravery suit to invite mm -hmm. the war people, but I did that and I, it felt yeah. good. So I'm proud of myself and I've, I've been getting really cool reactions. So I hope people show up. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, have you reread this? The limiting the one yes. I made last week. Yes, because we we were in the money now, and yeah, it's so helpful. Yeah, I love that you embrace that side of it so much. Like other people do too, but like I feel like you're the one who is all in on. I have this belief, and I move through it. I will. I will. I will. And just makes me super happy because a lot of people don't want to do that so I think that's a big part of what's what has had been holding me back or has been holding me back so if I I feel like if I don't do that it's not gonna work any anything you say I'm not gonna do anything no exactly I could give you the exact strategy to make a million dollars this year Mm -hmm. But if you believe X and Y and Z about it, and that's stronger than the desire for a million dollars, it's worth zero dollars. Exactly. So, yes, I'm glad that you realized that. I, and I would say also part of the reason I'm so proud of you is because um, I have had coaches in the past who are like, here, we're going to, you know, work through some stuff. And I'll think that I am, but when I look back, I realize I didn't really do much about it. I just like kind of stayed in that thinking space about it. And then maybe would try something or try something else. And then like, mm -hmm. it would just float away and I'd yeah. accidentally forget about it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know about that. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, the more I lean into things now, like the faster things work. It just, it just is. That's the way it goes. Um, I keep hearing people say things like gu guru-y people. I don't even know who, you know, it's business isn't hard. It's actually really easy. Like all you gotta do is like follow the formula and I'm like, bullshit. And then I'm like, actually, they're kind of right. It's just all these thoughts that keep us stuck yeah which is like really i'm doing this to myself it's not cool dude so <laughs> yes anyway soapbox um what are your questions well i have one small question i've been working with this well working this gallery has some pieces of me and i, I well it's my first experience working with a gallery so I don't know if I am supposed to leave her alone 
Or mm. can I say, oh, oh, I have this idea and I have questions. I don't know how. Galleries, in my opinion, are as diverse as people. Mm -hmm. And it, again, it just depends who's running it. So I have not met this person. So that is hard for me to say, but you have. So what is the impression that you get from her? Would that be something she was open to? Or would she be offended by it? Or do you have no idea? I don't know. I have been following her, following her on social media for a while. And I have the impression that she focuses on a collection of one artist at a time. Mm -hmm. And then goes to the next. And that confuses me a little bit. Because she focuses, well, her way of working is more contacting people face well face to face I mean yeah. directly and not so much having her physical space she does have it but it's only a couple days a week I don't know I'm I don't know okay tell me more I feel like I need more context so okay what are you wanting to talk to her about and um I have different than what she's doing. I have, she has a collection of mine, which is six pieces. One has been sold. From her? And yes. Nice. Yes. So it's been really nice. And we click. And she only works with artists that have, she has a click with on a personal level. And most right. of her artists have a bit of the same story. Like we have had a, a, a normal job, but we were miserable in it. So now we're getting, doing the, how do you yeah. say Does that? It, is Taking that her story as well? Yes, it is. So that's really nice. And she has this, list of clients that she knows personally and when there's a piece in her uh, in her collection she thinks of a person and then she contacts that person she does social media too but and she has she does gallery. it like I do it yes exactly so I kind of like that but it's not very transparent for me mm. And so now I'm not sure. How long has she I had your pieces? Since the beginning of December. That's pretty good. In two months, she already sold a piece of yours. Like sometimes, some galleries, they'll sit with your pieces for ages and oh. they'll just sit there. And other galleries, just depending on like how strong your the match of what she's chosen curated compared to her clientele sometimes they can go really quickly but I'd say in my experience with my clients work in galleries more often than not it's sitting there for a long time oh I didn't so, know that. Okay. and that's not always the case like her gallery, because she is a relationshipy type of business model, 
her pieces might move faster. That would be my take. But, mm -hmm. and she has already shown that she can move your work, which is great. Um, so you, am I, am I hearing you correctly that you are feeling like you don't know if she's doing enough to promote you? Yes, and also I would like to show her a painting that I did that I think would be a fit for her gallery too, but it's yeah. only one painting and I- Well, she sold one, so she probably has a spot for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, we've all- I'm a bit uncomfortable with, with the fact that we've only had contact. Well, we, we met, of course, but mm -hmm. through email. Email is such a distant, for me, it feels distant. I'm more of a WhatsApp person or messaging. So, but maybe I'm just going to send her an email that I'm going to use your sentence. I don't know if this is <laughs> for your gallery, but I have this one piece and I don't know if you if you like it, but I, it made me think of you. Something yeah. like that. I think that's great. Um, is she, can you go to her gallery in person? Is it far? Yes, it's, well, yes. It's, well, not in American terms, it's not far. In Belgian terms, it's far. <laughs> Tell me how far it is. Uh, I think it's 45 minute drive. Okay. That's the grocery store for me, just so you know. Really? Oh, I go by yeah. foot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am jealous of that. And I love that I can look out my window and see trees. So there's like, you know, give and take. But yeah. if I were you, because she values relationships, she values that personal connection. She values her artists because of that. She values her clients because of that. I would make more of an effort with her to be higher up on that connection scale. Okay, yeah. Um, that being said, I wouldn't just drive over there and like hope she's there. I would say, I would love to take you out for coffee or a bagel or a whatever and just get to know you better. Would you be open to that? I know it's a long drive, but driving out there and like just spending some time with her. So she has more to go off of like I feel like if you guys spent time together she would find stories and things yeah. from you that then she would be like oh what about this person and she'd be able to go like find more exactly and at that point in time you could also hold on Teddy you could also um be like hey I have another piece are you interested in you know taking another one on if not it's okay but I do have it in my car like Teddy I am on the phone <laughs> no turn it around that way they're going tubing you know what tubing is you get a big old like rubber tube oh, and you yeah. go down the mountain is it with snow or water no okay okay yeah yeah so he's trying to get his snow pants on oh so cute anyway so then you could also be like hey i have some ideas like yeah. what it like is and also not just can I take you out to coffee and then here's all these things, but like 
how can I help you? How can I support the gallery? Um, what is the thing the gallery needs most? Is there anything that I can, you know, give back? Yeah, good. She does have a little event coming up. I'm gonna look into it and, and okay. yeah, I'm going yeah. to do an, yeah, good idea. Okay. Do you feel and better then, about that? Or yes. did you get what yeah. you mean about that? It, it okay. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It okay. makes sense. So instead of that email, I don't know if this is for you, I would say, can I take you out? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Good. What's next? And then there was the workshop yesterday, Jess's workshop. Yes. Mm -hmm. It really got me thinking about the limitations she was talking about and the idea of what I want with my art, what kind of life I'm striving for. Tell me. Because I don't, I, I, as opposed to just, I, that's not my thing. I don't want to be a, a renowned I, artist. Yeah, I don't get that from you. Yeah, I want to connect with people. I want to make people happy. And I want to sell my art to be comfortable financially. Do you know what comfortable financially means to you? Yes, I do. Like not just pulling a number out of a hat. Like I think this would make me comfortable, but like, have you sat down and done the numbers to see like, what is my no. ultimate goal here? No, I, I'll, I'll I think I might that. like to give you that homework assignment. Okay. And also Sometimes when I do that assignment, I'm just going to like throw this out there as a caveat or that's not the right word. Anyway, um, sometimes when I do that assignment, it gets me down because then I'm like, I'm only here and I have to get to here. Like, how do I do that? I don't know how. And then like, bah. so keep in mind that this is not our goal for now. We're going to set smaller micro goals and figure out how to hit those consistently and increase consistently and work our way up there. So we are not right now trying to figure out how to make 6,000 euros a month, whatever the number ends up being. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. And, and then, also, when was the last time you did the dream life meditation? Oh, when I first started working with you. I think I'd you. like you to do that again. In September. I think that's a good idea. Where can I find it? Um, I will give you a link to it. Oh, I just you. shortened it. So it's um, only 30 minutes. Most of it is like actual meditation and not chitter chatter. Okay. Which sometimes the chitter chatter is good, but. I wanted it to be more doable. Um, okay. Preview. So I will show you as well. I'll show you and I'll put it in the link just in case. Okay, thanks. Whatever. And I have to close all my windows to get back to you. Hold <laughs> on. Okay, so in the consistent income curriculum for artists, 
we go past the get started and the foundation stuff and we get to live your dream life now it's right here yeah and i don't know if you ever did this workshop with me or not it's not super important but i did this workshop where i taught like all the different parts you did that yeah. okay so I don't know if you've noticed or not, but the curriculum is divided up into those parts. So like um, that bottom of the triangle is that create a solid plan. So I've got the three parts from that. The middle is the build confidence. I've got the three parts from that. And then the connect with buyers. I've got the three parts from that. Mm -hmm. So not important, but maybe it'll help you like kind of figure out where to find things a little bit better. Just because you understand my organization system. Yeah, that's good because I didn't know that. Okay. I never said that. So why would you know that? I'm going to do that meditation tonight or maybe tomorrow. Um, because I was thinking I have been challenging myself on the relationship thing and uh, marketing and sales. But I haven't been challenging myself in the painting. Mm. I'm a bit comfortable and I like the results, but I'm not really look at what, what I did. Yeah. That's been a while. And I think I'm ready to do that. And I was, because Jess was talking about limitations, I think all that I've been painting, people and animals and abstracts, I've been prepared, has been preparing me for my next step I don't yeah. think it was a waste of time but I have this no. thing in my head of a series of paintings I want to make and I have been procrastinating because I don't know exactly how to do that mm -hmm. I know the feeling that I that the paintings will have but because I have no idea how to do that I think I've been in my comfort zone for too long in my realistic painting. So I, I was thinking maybe I could just in the coming months because it's going to be a bit busy. And I don't think I will expect myself to make finished pieces, but maybe on paper because that's less precious. Yes. It makes start, such a difference. Start investigating, yes. investigating that idea without the, the, the pressure of having to create finished pieces. So I'm, um, I don't know if I'm making sense. No, you're making perfect sense. So you don't know how to do the thing you want to do, but you've got the idea. And you want to start exploring it. And you also are smart and realize that you're not going to hit it off the bat or you're not going to hit it out of the park right off the bat. Or maybe you will. Who knows? But you're going to start with a low pressure situation where maybe um, you don't have to have your whole studio, but like you could like sketch and then like, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, I think that that's very smart. And looking at it big picture... We're going to see how your studio sale goes, but if it goes well, you will have 
what you need covered for the next while while you're moving. Um, so that's really a good time to experiment. Like that is that correct point in your business where you really should I think push so. yourself. And like you also said, I'm just reflecting back to you. You've been pushing yourself in the relationship and like you're getting more comfortable with that and you're kind of starting yeah. to understand how to do it. And so now that we've, I don't want to say conquered it, but now that we've made progress to where you feel like I can continue doing this without losing my mind, now it's time to push yourself somewhere else. So moving into the art side, I think it's great. Yeah. I just Tell me your idea. I'm curious. Or do you, can you say it even? Well, yeah, I want to make paintings that are about the relationship between a person and their animal. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to be poor. I don't want them to be portraits with resemblance, but more of the, the, the abstract of element will make it more of an atmosphere of love and connection yeah without yeah I don't want to be I don't want to paint that person and that dog I just want to portray what it feels like to have a connection with an animal I'm just scared to fail because I'm a you want it yeah I'm a perfectionist and I don't want to give up after two, twi trying twice and be frustrated. So I really so, have to put it, yeah, to put in my it's an exercise. How, and yes, and how can we mitigate that? Like what parameters can we put in place to say, no matter what I make, I'm not failing. Kind of like Jess was saying the. I chose to show up and I chose to make it mm -hmm. almost like I'm going to get 10 papers or even like if you wanted to take it one step up just to like you could get those cheap canvas panels that are like I don't know $10 yeah. for a big package of them or something like that yeah um, but like have those 10 out and you are not allowed to make any judgments until you have completed 10. Oh, that's a great idea. Because my guess is the 10th one will be the one that's like, I think I know how to do this now. Not I've got it and this is done, but like, okay, now I think I have an idea how to start. Yeah. So these are not your starts. These are your throwaways. That's a great idea. Not one by one, but yeah. And if you work on them all at the same time or you work on them one by one, it doesn't matter. Like whatever works best for you. Mm -hmm. um, for me, if I know what I want to do and I have a really clear vision about it, I'll, and this is like way in my past, but like I'll work in a series. I'll do all the backgrounds and then all blah 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 but yeah. if I don't know how to do it I'm not going to do that I'm going to just like try something and then try something else and then try something yeah. else yes 
that's what I do. I got a bug the other day. Do I have it up here? Actually, I have no idea where I put it. And I got out my sketchbook. I'm like, I'm going to do something in my sketchbook. I was feeling very proud of myself for doing that. Um, but I started drawing spiders. <laughs> Spider paintings. Um, and they all looked completely different. But I kind of liked all of them. And so, like, but I didn't, like, there was no style to it. It was just me playing with stuff. But if I made 10 more, like it might start to turn into a yes. style, quote unquote, where I knew like, okay, now I could lay down foundations for 10 and yeah. try. Hi, Katie. Okay. I'm Come excited. <laughs> Thank you. You're excited? Oh, good. Yeah. Maybe your rest weekends, maybe you get to start on that. <laughs> and not, be, not because, and you don't have to. Like if you need to just like, that's fine too. But like, if it could feel fun to like make throwaway paintings. Yeah. And you may not even want to throw them away. You may love them, but we're going in with a mindset that they're throwaway. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You feel good? You feel like you got everything you need? I do. Do you want to stick around and listen to Katie and I? Great. If you want to get going, I'm cool too. Yeah, please. Okay. Katie, it's your turn. That was great timing. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) It is very dark and gray here in Seattle. So it looks like it. Yeah. Yesterday and today we're having like a foggy gray morning and uh, I think we're going to have a slow weekend. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. It's been super busy lately. So jealous. Everybody's having a slow weekend, and I did the bad thing and way overscheduled myself. Um, <laughs> and see why you have early calls this morning. <laughs> yes, but I'm learning from my mistakes. Yes, I know. And it's okay to have some as week. long as it's not every weekend, right? As long as you have some. I, I don't mind doing Saturday calls. Um, I've actually quite liked them, but normally I have all of Friday off, and that hasn't happened the past couple weeks. And so it's starting to creep up. So time for me to go back to my own stuff and reevaluate my schedule. Yes. Honestly, it's just a thing that you got to do over and over and over. And every time I notice I'm starting to feel burnout, I'm like, oops, back up. Yeah, that makes me feel better. Like this is just an ongoing process. It's part of life, redoing your schedule and figuring out what works and what you need certain seasons and all that so Mm -hmm. somewhere around I believe it was June or July I started feeling this way last year and I was like no not again and so I like cut my schedule in half and I made it work so I know I can do it again like I always do I always cut it in half and then always creeps work up and then I cut it in half again so we're just gonna go back to the drawing board yeah we had a super busy couple of weeks here. Um, we had to go away for um, a family event a couple of weeks ago, and then we came back. <clears throat> and um, my son had been sick with a cold beforehand, and then we came back, and then me and my son got sick, and then my husband got COVID <laughs> for the first time, actually, and he's all better now. That's impressive. Um, but so it's been like two weeks of kind of a blur, and then I had this art show um, 
yesterday, which um, went really well. And I was still getting paintings ready because I thought I was going to have two weeks. And then it turned out I only had one week since everyone was sick. So it was a bit of a scramble, but I felt kind of good that I finished. um, I had that series of like, they were like neutral color paintings with gray and cream and and colors that I don't usually use, but I wanted to try out a, a more slightly more limited palette for the winter. Um, and so I finished five paintings. So I had seven total and um, number like four of them were like 12 by 12. So they were pretty small, but like the last two, like I've had painted over several times and I finished like Thursday. <laughs> and nice. usually I do not like, like I'm a planner. I don't really like like tight deadlines because it just stresses me out. Like I like mm-hmm. to have all the time that I think I need. Um, but it was nice to be able to get it done. And I knew in the end, like, it wasn't like I had to have that many paintings, but I just wanted to complete um, the collection as best I could. I still have one more big one that I'm working on, but <clears throat> so I brought one big one, two medium, four smalls. Um, tell me about your show. Like what happened? So what, it was, what, it turned what? out to be sort of a combined show. It's with my friend who's a fashion designer um, and she lives actually just around the corner from me. So it's great. And um, so I she had some nice layout as you sort of walk in there's like dining room you know living room dining room area leads into the kitchen and but she was um also selling her samples of uh previous collections so like when you walk in you had all my all my art stuff was spread out on the dining room table and I had um description a description of the series and myself and um I had also brought the smaller framed minis and um some wine charms and uh, had all those laid out and then went into the kitchen and then all her stuff was in the the like living family room. She had all these different clothing designs. And then the, another friend who sells um, Stella and Dot jewelry had like uh, extra jewelry. So she had a table filled with her stuff. And then it was, so it ended up being kind of drop in and people came by, stayed for quite a while. It was like, come, you know, have a, have a snack, have a mimosa. Um, looked around, chatted with everybody. Um, so like, it was a nice, it was very comfortable. It was like rainy and gray again yesterday. So perfect day for like rainy and gray. Yeah. And it's like right before our winter break from school. So it wasn't like quite as many people as we thought would come, but, um, but it was a nice group. They enjoyed it. You know, I, I sold a few things. I didn't really sell a lot, but I felt like it was you know, just another drop in the bucket to show my art to some people that hadn't seen it before. Um, Can I stop for just a mm-hmm. second? Um, so you didn't sell a lot there. Did you create, create might be the wrong word. Did you find any opportunities, leads, anything in there to continue down the pathway with? during this event? Yes. Well, I invited one friend. I hadn't seen her in quite a while, but she does a coaching program. She actually studies like happiness research and she, oh, um, cool. yeah. And she's really cool. And, and I did a workshop with her a few years ago and I actually have a coffee date coming up with her. Um, but I invited her to this as well. And she came and she's seen some of, some of my art, but I was sort of talking about getting back into um, you know, art as a business when I was doing the coaching program, uh, mm-hmm. actually it was just like a, it was a workshop. Um, and that was like right before COVID. 
And uh, so it was nice to see her again. And we still have a coffee date in a couple of weeks, but she was really interested in my work. And I think she's interested in buying something. So like, so yeah. she's a good, she's a good lead. And I also wanted to talk with her because she's done some like happy hours with her coaching groups and get togethers at her house. And she has a nice like indoor space, but also like garden patio. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking um, maybe she might be interested in doing some kind of collaboration between like her work and my art and bring some people together and do like, you know, spring, summer event or something like that. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like fun. Which would be fun. So um, the reason why I asked that is because a lot of times I'll hear, well, it went okay. It could have gone better, blah, blah, blah. And um, when I really dig into it, with them they're like well I did have this one person who was interested and then this other person said that maybe we could do something together and then um, a couple people joined my mailing list because they wanted to keep hearing from me like that kind of experience and that's where the money is right it's not necessarily in the event itself the event is great because people can buy things there you can have those nurturing moments there. You do get in front of more people that you wouldn't have normally. So it's kind of like the trifecta. But if you, and I don't hear you doing this, but I'm just, I feel like I have to say this over and over. Um, if you put all of the value of how it affected you as a business in your bottom line, just on the event itself, you leave a lot of money on the table because that's, where the money is, is in the nurture and the follow-up and all of that. So somewhere between 60 and 85% of the money is there. That's a really good point. Cause sometimes you think, well, in terms of sales, that wasn't really, I mean, I didn't think people were just going to come right over and buy an original painting, but yeah, I might have a few more sales um, than I did, but it overall, it was like a really nice event, really nice flow, you know, good group of people coming through and, you know, and they're connected to a lot of other people too. So it felt like, well, it's good for visibility. Um, and then after like towards the end, um, a few people stayed a little late and then, uh, my friend, the fashion designer, she wanted to do, um, a like TikTok live, um, with her, you know, some of her pieces. And so, and I'm a little more cautious about sometimes just jumping into things. And she's like, I'm just going to do it. I, she doesn't know how to do it either, but she's on TikTok. I'm actually not on TikTok, but, um, and so she's like, let's just do it. So she like set it up, you know, the kids are playing video games in the background. <laughs> um, then she starts talking, but she does a lot of um, Instagram reels and stuff like that. She does more video than I do. Um, but we, then we got on there, but it was at the table where I had all my art stuff. So she was, you know, talking about what she was doing and then, she had to go in the kitchen. And then I started just talking about my, you know, showing up my art, um, smaller items and talking about them. And I, I found it actually easier than I thought and more fun because I didn't really have to plan out anything, (laughs) everything there. Yeah. And people were jumping on and off and, you know, we put our web addresses on there, but, you know, uh, it, you know, different people were coming by and I thought, well, at least that's, you know, some practice to do something yeah. like that. Um, and so I guess I wanted to talk to you about that too, um, about doing something more regularly. Like, have you talked to people who've had success even on TikTok versus like Instagram, which I guess you can't, 
I haven't done Instagram live either, but you can't see the people getting on as they join in. You, you can on Instagram yeah. live. You can. Okay. Um, so let me, let me see if I under, understand your question correctly. Your question is if I do, is it possible to have more success if I do more lives? Is that the question? Yeah, I guess I'm thinking about doing something and the feedback that I've read, I don't know if this is up to date. It's like that, you know, TikTok used to be like for the younger audience, sort of 30-ish and under, but now it's growing to be like, you know, slightly older demographic um, and that it's more yeah. informal compared to Instagram, which is more for like a little more planned, you know, choreographed kind of. Event. I mean, I'm on Instagram and I like it, but I haven't done live. I don't know that I would necessarily agree with the it's more informal versus formal. I think in the past, for sure, Instagram has been more formal, but I don't since they kind of have tried to emulate TikTok in the past year and a half, two years, something like that. Um, I believe that it's gotten a whole lot less formal. So that to say, I don't think that you need to be switching to TikTok unless you find TikTok exciting and fun and you want to like, I want to get in on that. That seems like a good time. If that's the vibe, great. But Instagram and Facebook both are still, and Twitter, like, all the platforms still go pretty strong, like compared to any of the others, like some may have higher numbers, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's better or worse than the other one. Mm -hmm. um, Facebook has proven its ability to stay relevant long-term and Instagram is a product of Facebook and it's been around for a really long time now too. So I feel pretty comfortable saying, you don't have to hop off this bandwagon and hop onto that one. Now, that being said, you were kind of specifically mentioning the live of TikTok versus Instagram. And you also said you haven't done any lives on Instagram. I don't think it's a platform question. I think it's more of a, do I want to do lives question? Yes. Does that feel <laughs> accurate? Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. So you enjoyed it. You thought it was more fun that it didn't need all this preparation. Um, if we think about the connection scale, text, audio, video, in-person, live is about as in close to in-person as you can get on social media. So it's higher on that connection scale. So it's never gonna be a bad thing. Um, that being said, most of the time, when my clients have used live purposefully and like asked me about it, it's more of like, a, I'm going to have a studio sale or something like that. And they're walking through their studio selling things. Um, but I think it could be a really, really healthy habit to make to do lives regularly. And when I say regularly, I have no terms that it has to be like 
once a week or once a month or anything like that. But like whatever you decide is regularly because it's gonna help you, it's only gonna help you get more comfortable being um, on video, which is the way things are moving. The more video, the better. Um, it's gonna help people connect with you and your work more as opposed to like just writing something about your work and posting it, which not to say that doesn't have value, but it's not as high on the connection ladder. Will it necessarily help you make more sales as you do them? I don't know the answer to that. It kind of depends on you and how you choose to use it and how regularly you do it. It's about, like you said, the drops in the bucket. The higher up the I'm scared of this scale and the higher up the connection scale, the bigger the drops are when you make them as opposed to like, I'm just going to make a post and it's a drop. If I'm going to do a live, it's a bigger drop. So it fills the bucket faster. I don't know if I'm answering your question at all. I'm just kind of rambling here. Am I answering your question? What is, I'm still not entirely sure. What I know. Saying. Well, it's something like, okay, I'm interested in doing it. I don't want to make it like something that I have to spend a lot of time organizing unless I'm doing mm. like a studio That's, that's not the point. Yeah. And I'm also wondering, like, how do people find you? Because I, you know, been doing some reels and stuff on Instagram, but I only have like 200 followers. So I felt like on TikTok, yeah. somehow people just, and it may be because my friend has been on there for a while, you know, people just started joining on. But like, how, like, if you decide to do a live, like, how do you advertise? I'm going to go get my phone real fast and I'll show you. Okay. Um, I think you can probably still hear me while I'm talking. But when you do a live, where is my phone? Ah, there it is. Your followers are, I think it's just your followers are the ones that are gonna see it. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. When you have less followers, you get better engagement. It's just a thing. Like if I look at the percentage of posts that get seen and liked and commented on on a smaller account versus a bigger account the ratio is crazy how much better it is for a smaller account so I don't really my goal is never going to be to tell you you need to grow your Instagram following stack you only got 200 followers I would rather we really do that who are the people already around me that I can nurture into sales and grow <laughs> from there? Like more of a ripple effect, mm -hmm. but there's nobody live right now. But if someone is live, it shows up first on the story feed. Okay. So I just open the app and that's, that's what it looks like. If you open yours, do you have yours with you? Yeah. See if there's anybody live right now, just so you can see what it looks like. They really do prioritize people being live. Like, why would they put it very first thing? And not a lot of people use that feature. I don't really, every once yeah. in a while I'll be walking and I'm like, hmm, I could just talk for a minute. And I do, but it's been a minute since I've done it. Actually, I'm curious. I'm going to look at yeah. some of the videos because, you know, sometimes they take a while to see how much engagement you're actually going to get off of it. I'm curious, now that it's been a while for my lives, what kind of engagement did I get off of them compared to others? 
So are they recorded then? Yeah, you can choose at the end to post it or to just like let it go. If you're like, that was terrible, then you can just not worry about it. Plug in my computer. Okay, so like this one was just me walking and talking while I was thinking. Um, how do I shut you up? It's got 21 likes and five comments, so nothing outrageous for sure. Um, 204 views, 424 accounts reached. So that's not great for my posts, but I do remember specifically at the time I was trying to get clients for something or other. And I did have a couple of people reach out and say, when you said this, it made me think about this. And so I'm curious about this, which is really the whole point. It's not really about the numbers. It's about, did it like connect more strongly with one or two or three or a million people? So I would say, if you have any interest in them, yes, let's do some. Unplanned, and when I say unplanned, that can feel really scary. So, <laughs> <It> can. <laughs> um, my, what I do when I do it is before I go on, I decide, here's the thing I'm gonna talk about. Sometimes I'll think, okay, here's three points I wanna make. And what do I wanna say at the end? So I need about five, one to, one, two to five things. What am I gonna talk about? Am I gonna have a call to action? Like what's the point of it? And then do I wanna make some points about the thing in the middle or is it just one thing? Mm -hmm. So instead of, if you're like, I'm gonna make a post about my latest gray painting that I'm making, instead of making that post, think, okay, what was I gonna say in that post? And then just do a live takes a lot less time than actually making the post and scheduling the post and making a picture for the post and all of that. So it's gonna save you time if you do it that way. But then it only goes out to your followers. Like, so just, you have to see if anybody just happens to see that you're live during that five minutes. <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> I'm looking at the impressions from that video and it says, 308 followers saw it and 116 non-followers saw it. So I don't know how it gets pushed out to non-followers, but it does. Okay. Yeah, that seems like something that they would do <laughs> uh -huh. on Instagram, you know, like show it to right. everybody. Um, it says 58 of those were from the Explore page. So I don't know where the rest of them came from, but I guess if you're going live, it will push it to some people's explore page if they, if it feels relevant for them. Okay. Do you know what that is? Yeah. I don't really look at mine very much though. I don't look at mine much either. Every once in a while. Uh, but it, it doesn't matter because apparently some people do. If so they're looking for something to look at. For, for topics, like, can it be like, okay, I'm going to share this item and then 
have it be like sale. I mean, call to action be like sales oriented that, you know, sure. here I'm going to explain this, you know, one item and then it's available on my website. And um, you can absolutely do that. I, I like it less when people say it's available on my website because it's really hard to track on Instagram or it's impossible because they don't show you who's clicking from your profile link to your website. You don't know who is interested. So I might say, give them the option. Like it's available on my website or you can always DM me to ask any questions you have. I like to try to open the door for that conversation so that mm. you can find those leads and they not just stay lurkers because it's hard to tell who's clicking. All right. Um, so I, I really didn't talk about this resource much in the first, I don't know, six months of this program, but it's something that I took a long time to develop and I've kind of been coming back to it. This is how I do. I'm like, here's two ways to do it. And only this way. Oh, wait, now we're going to go back over here. Oh, no, back over here. Anyway, so it's content method one. And there is a content planner in there. So if you click, you can actually create like, what are my core topics that I wanna talk about? But this is what I wanted to show you. If you go down here, this little tab down here, social media post planner, I've got a bunch of prompts that you can, you know, you could pick one prompt, one prompt, one piece and do a live about it. So we've got several different um, categories, if you will. Inspiration, personal opinions, featuring a specific piece, benefits of your art, behind the scenes, whys. So those are more of the connecty kind of prompts. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't have to use this to its full capabilities. You can just like go in and look at the prompts. Um, one thing that I have found that makes it easier for people to know what to talk about their art is to kind of give yourself some limitations. And so, um, what you might do, have you made the affirmation yet? Yes. You have. Okay. What, well, what are your words? What are my what words? Let <clears throat> me find it. <clears throat> uh, my affirmation is I am abundant and fulfilled. My life is full of positive energy, vitality, and connection. And I inspire others to have the same. Mm -hmm. So for now, those three become your main filters. And it doesn't have to be that, but this gives you more of a way to share yourself and be vulnerable without like having to share your entire life. So essentially what that looks like is um, like positive energy would go here, vitality would go here, connection would go here. And then when you're thinking about 
let's just, I'm going to close my eyes and randomly pick one. Inspiration, imagery that inspired a piece. Maybe you, you could go back again. Like I said, you don't have to use this to its full capabilities, but like the thing that inspired your pieces right now is that gray, but also how can I find that positive energy inside of the gray? Mm -hmm. So you might talk about what, how you chose the color that you chose. Like, where did it come from? Did it come from shining off of a, the one leaf that was still hanging there? And you're like, spring is coming. Where I don't know. Like, how did I get onto this? You were talking about what do I talk about inside of my life? Instead of just saying, I have this piece, it's beautiful, it's for sale. Right. You can say, I have this piece. Here's why I made it. Let me tell you a little story about um, this, this yellow that I saw when I was looking outside and it was all gray and it just stood out to me and here's why. And it's really, this piece is more about that, that positive energy that yeah, it's like snowy and gray and whatever right now, but that's not gonna last forever. So really holding on to that positive energy even in the gray times. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah, not doing that think, real well, but. I, I think that that real resonates with a lot of people and just the idea of just narrowing it down to one painting, you know, one inspiration. Lots of times, like I, when I'm painting, I have like, I did this whole series once that was started with like one leaf on my sister's Japanese maple tree. <laughs> and now like my next series I want to do with cherry blossoms because we're about to get cherry blossoms, you know, probably beginning in the month I've always wanted to do that so um just the little things that inspired it and then yeah the feelings behind yeah. it so you can even think like micro and macro oh it's 9 30 Laura's here um so like yes it was about this one leaf but really here's the bigger idea behind it so like you can make three or four videos out of one piece Right. Not even three or four, like you can make a million out of one piece, but just looking at, here's a little thing about it. Here's a big idea about it. Here's um, something that happened. I accidentally spilled green ink all over it. I read that in a newsletter today. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But then it ended up being really good because this and this happened. So yes. What do you think about mixing up styles? Like I have new stuff and then I have like some older things that might, maybe that'd be more appropriate for like an online studio sale or something. Um, Hold on, just a second. Let me tell Laura, <clears throat> um, give me five minutes. Hey, Miss Laura, can you come back in like five minutes? Yes. Okay, thank you. Sorry. No problem. Um, mixing different styles. So a lot of times use, I want you to really look at it through your, not your lens, but look at it through, if I just saw these images on a wall together, would it feel cohesive? Can I talk about them in similar ways using positive energy, vitality, connection? 
So like, are there threads tying them together or are they really like separate? Some people do better when they really focus in on one style, like really specific style. Other people can really pull them together and show why they belong together. So it's kind of up to you and how different they are. Yeah, I guess I was just thinking even if I do one at a time, I don't want to jump all over the place, but at some point I have some older work I'd like to introduce. But I tend to kind of go with the seasons though, with yeah, you know, cherry blossoms and then flowers and then sun for summer. <laughs> so it's kind of related yeah. to the time of year. So one of my clients had a lot of old work she wanted to sell and um one of the habit she people resonate really well with her Instagram. So I was like, well, we need to put them on your Instagram, but she, she really likes things to be beautiful. So she didn't want to put them in her posts. So we decided, okay, once a week, we're going to share an old painting in stories. And that wasn't too long ago. That was probably three weeks ago. And she sold one since then. So that worked well for her. If I were to give you the same advice, and there's no reason why you shouldn't do this because you've already got them and like probably already have pictures of them and it doesn't take that long to post in your stories. But I would stick with old paintings from the winter for right now because you're really in a wintry vibe. Like that's what you're going for. And then when it comes to spring, then you can switch to old paintings from spring. Right. And just kind of doing it that way. So it feels okay. cohesive. Okay. So one more question about Instagram with uh, the live, how do you announce that? Or how, do you let people know in advance that you're going to be on at a certain time or like how If that? it's something like I'm going to do a studio sale. Yes. Like yeah. you would do that like any other invitation, but if it's just, I'm going to talk about a piece of art, I probably wouldn't. I would just go. And honestly, if nobody shows up, that's okay. Because then you have a video that you can post on your feed about that painting it doesn't matter if anyone was watching it or not okay well I feel like it's helped it helps also for just talking with people um in real life you know in person to person sure. art so the more you talk about it the more you're comfortable with sort of elaborating over certain 100 percent you get new ideas and all that good stuff and if you are live people have the ability to comment as you're going so you might find that people have questions and you want to answer the questions and you might not. It might just be like you're doing a reel, but it's in a different format as a live. Okay. So what are you going to do? What's your, <laughs> what's your assignment for yourself? What is my assignment? Um, well, I'd like to go in there and, and look at it in more detail. And I'd like to do like a couple of my new series talking about uh, maybe just one of the paintings and the details that inspired it. Can you, before you do research, can you just do one? Yeah. Because I feel like if you do research, you're going to get stuck in the research. If you just do one, you're going to be like, I'm going to feel cautious. And then I'm going to like pull back and like, okay. Yeah. Everybody's doing this. Like I can do it too. <laughs> yeah. But give yourself five minutes. Say, I need five minutes of bravery. Ready, go do it. You're done. You can toss it. You can keep it. Like this is just your, this is your trash. Like we were talking about Natalie earlier. 
Sounds good. Okay. All right. I got to get off so that we have yes. two separate recordings, yes. but right. um, it's lovely you. talking to both of you. Yes. Bye. Bye.